The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, let's, we, let's yeah. call a good deed Friday. Sure, why not? People are sending us their good deeds. There's some great ones here. Uh, this one, my sisters and nieces and 95 year, uh, 94, I aged her, sorry, year old mother, hosts seniors for lunch at the family farm. They arrive on a bus. They're offered rides on golf carts to tour <laughs> the two yards where they see peacocks, pheasants, wildlife, fowl on the pond, uh, flowers in the garden. Then a big lunch, games, or more rides. We've done this for the past 20 years. The groups come from Leduc. That's awesome. Well done. Uh, safety guy says, I took time this summer on my way to work to chase a herd about 10 chuck wagon horses off Highway 795 and right back into the corral. Hope it was the right place. <laughs> <laughs> and if I refrain from slapping somebody who yeah. really deserves it, is that considered a good yeah, deed, asked Trevor? Be. Maybe. Out of Vermillion, this is funny too. Keep my name off of this, but I did a good deed for my boss last year. He came to work with Anaheim duck flags on his truck, so I was nice and changed them to oiler flags. Uh, boy. <laughs> uh, some of your phone calls this afternoon. Perry. Hi, Perry. Hi. What did you oh, get up to? Oh, I just think I did a fairly good deed this morning. I was uh, driving down an alleyway here in Redwater, and an older gentleman slagged me over. And I I backed up my truck, and I pulled into his driveway, and I said, Are you okay, sir? What's up? He said, I fell down. Hmm. I, he was doing work on his garage. He fell down. He said he, he hurt his hip, and he can't move. So uh, I uh, enlisted the help of another gentleman who was driving by, and I physically picked him up, put him in my pickup, and I took him to the hospital. Mm. And uh, uh, I think his hip is possibly broken, but I uh, I helped the man out. Good job. Yeah, nice. Really, done. really, really good job. Thank Makes you, you feel yeah, good, doesn't it, though? He's 82 years old. I would do it for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome, Perry. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's a great story, 4960063. And I just hope that anybody would do that in a, in a in a case like that. Unfortunately, I think there's, you know, a lot of people that would drive right by or maybe not, yeah. you know, stop and not help. And this started, you know, on 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 Twitter, Brian Curry, Curry Brian eighty four says, "You and Andrew need to do an afternoon with just good humanitarian deeds. Faith in our current society is slowly dying off." Yeah, and you know this one. You said a lot of people drive by this text. I was driving home a few winters ago at two a.m. Came across a teenager trying to stop whatever cars he could, but they all seemed to be dodging him. I pulled up and found this young man distressed, wearing a t-shirt and jeans. It must have been minus fifteen to twenty. At first, I was hesitant, so I let him in the back seat to warm up while I stood outside and talked him through the window. Turns out his buddies thought it was funny to ditch him without a jacket um, in the middle of January. Long story short, he turned out to be from Boyle, Alberta. He had no phone or money. Mm. I made the 155-kilometer trip to Boyle and then back home again. Yeah, people are hesitant to help in situations like that because they think they're going to be biting off more than they can chew. He's drunk. He's Mm going to be belligerent. He's going to rob me, whatever. Um, but you know that time that I couldn't get AMA on the phone, and it's it was that fellow that pulled, yeah, yeah. It was four in the morning, and so many cars passed me. Yeah. I've got the hood up, I've got the jerry can, you know, I've got the the lid open to the gas tank. It's obvious to anybody passing that I've run out of gas. Dozens upon dozens of cars went by before the guy pulled over, and then he couldn't have been nicer. How about this one? Bragging about good deed means it's not a good deed any longer. It's boosting one's ego. I don't know. I don't see it that way because I see it more as giving other people ideas of as to what good deeds they could possibly do. And we're opening it up. It's yeah. not like... We asked. 
We asked. Yeah. It's not like they just called up and said, hey, guess what I did today? Out of the blue. Exactly. We're asking for it. <laughs> We're asking for it, don't we, every day yeah, on this always, show? Yeah. Hi, Ken. Good afternoon, you two. What a beautiful Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fall out there. Yeah, it's uh, there's a little, little frost on the pumpkin this morning, but not that. <laughs> That's what Anywho, you're my, uh, my two daughters and I were Christmas shopping at Kingsway Mall. This would have been, oh, I bet you 10 years plus. Yeah, probably 10 years ago or so. And we're leaving. We left Kingsway. We're heading up 97. We look over to the left as a, as a city bus, an ETS bus, is pulling away. There's a gentleman, and he's running after, running after, running after the guy. And uh, after the bus, the bus pulls away. And uh, so we go by, we turn, I did a U-turn on 97, went over, and uh, went up to the guy. I said, that bus just pulled away, didn't he? Yep. I said, it's about minus 30 out. So I said, where are you going? Oh. He says, Kingsway Mall. I said, hop in, we'll give you a ride. Nice. Mm-hmm. And he said, seriously? And I said, yeah, this, I teach my kids, do as you say, and to walk the walk, you're going to talk the talk. Mm-hmm. So the whole way to Kingsway Mall, he's just telling the kids, your daddy's got this right. Like, I'm not to my own horn, but he says, this is the way you respect people, regardless how you, whether you know them or anything. This guy was so appreciative, and it just taught my kids. My kids are now uh, going to be in their 20 and 23. And one lives in Vancouver, one lives in Homestow, but you never judge a book by its cover. Always treat them the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Well done, Ken. Great lesson for the kids. Thank you. Have a great weekend, yeah, you too. You too. Adrian, Lindsay, we'll get your phone calls here in a second. Uh, how about this one? I bring a bag to my favorite fishing hole and I fill it with the garbage that I find there. Nice. Very nice. I just came back from Toronto. This is out of Wetaskiwin. I just came back from Toronto, and while I was there, I helped someone walk across the glass floor in the CN Tower. The lady was from New Zealand. She was absolutely terrified to walk on the glass floor. Hmm. And one of my best friend's mom donated her kidney to me, and I'm happy to say that on October 3rd, we'll be celebrating our 22nd anniversary of her amazing gift. I owe her my life. Oh, <laughs> choking up. Wow. This no is from words. Tom. Yeah. yeah, no words can express my gratitude for what she has done for me. Very nice. Oh, gosh, that one got me. Uh, hi. Hello, Adrian. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's going on with you? Oh, not much, not much. Hey, so I was driving from work the other day. I was working in Manville, and I'm driving in. They got a big car wash there, and there was this little Ford truck, and it was parked perpendicular in the, or parallel in the approach, like to the road, like walking the approach home. So I pulled in, and all four doors were open, and there was this girl sitting on the passenger side on the gravel. And so I pulled up. I said, everything okay? She had two dogs running around. She didn't answer me, so I got out of my truck, and I walked up to her. And she turned her head up at me, and she, she, she vomited all over herself. She was intoxicated, quite intoxicated. She had two dogs running around beside her. So I, I, as I'm talking to her, I hear this baby crying from the back seat. This mm. about a month ago. It was 25 above. So I look in the back seat of this car, and there was blankets piled up everywhere for the dog, and a rear-facing Kyle. And, oh, and like a jean jacket over top. Adrian, hold on. You just cut out there. What happened? Is the pile of pile of blankets for the dogs? Yeah, and then in the back there was a rear-facing child seat, and there was a, a little girl, probably eight months old, in the rear-facing child seat. So I ran around the other side, and I ripped all the blankets out, and I pulled this child out of the car and she has ball in her eyes open. oh my goodness mom gets up tries to chase me down she's hitting me on the back trying to yell and give me my kid back so i didn't and i went into the car wash and 
the lady working there called her her friends over and they had a couple of young kids. So they brought some milk and stuff and finally got the kid calmed down. We locked mom outside, called cops. Cops came, they gave her a breathalyzer. They tried five times to give her a breathalyzer and she spoiled herself three times. It's five o'clock in the evening and she's driving around with her kid like that. Wow. Isn't that sickening? Oh, man. Well, good job on your part for stepping in, getting that baby out of that car, and to your friends and the folks at the car wash for, for stepping in and, 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 and trying to keep that uh, that baby safe. Yeah, it was something else. I never, I never imagined anybody would do that with their kids. Well, and your heart's just pounding when you're in a situation oh, like that, just shake, the adrenaline. Oh, shake, you get all white-footed, and it's mm-hmm. weird feeling. Adrian, wow. thank you for sharing. You have a good weekend. Okay, you too, guys. Take it easy. It's Lindsay now out of Sherwood Park. Hey, Lindsay. How you doing? Good. Good. Yeah, I had a, a, a nice old lady, Mrs. Stewart. She phoned me up and wanted a service call. Her plug's not working in the kitchen. I went and checked out. There's no power. I go down to the panel and reset the breaker. And I said, oh, your breaker's reset. He's resetting. She says, oh, well, I can't make it up and down the stairs to check for that. <laughs> so I, I I, just reset the breaker, and she says, what do, I, what do I owe you? And I looked in the uh, kitchen table, and there was muffins there. <laughs> and I said, well, a cup of tea and a muffin would be nice. Very nice. <laughs> and then I went back there again, and because the breaker tripped again, and I took those little kitty plug things and put it in plugs. I said, don't plug anything in here. Because you're plugging too many big logo outlets on. Yeah. And then, then we had another cup of tea and a, and a muffin. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. She probably loved that. Oh, I know she did. <laughs> <laughs> have a great I, I think- I think she tripped the breaker just to have some. Yeah, I probably yeah, was going to say. Yeah, just have some company. Oh, whatever. That's good, <laughs> Thanks, too. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate it. Um, how about this one? Instead of posting a good deed, I want to say thank you instead. We were frantically searching for a young man who made claims of suicide. After hours of social media posts, pleading, begging for everyone to look, we received a phone call. A truck driver saw this young man, put him in his cab, and called us. After a hospital stay, he is alive and well. To Mr. M. My friend thanks you for caring enough to notice distress and talking instead of judging. He will be forever grateful. We pay it forward often in your name. Hmm. Lovely. 630, 630. Uh, give us a, a text or give us a call, 496-0063. April, your phone call and more texts after this. We've been talking about good deeds this afternoon on the suggestion of a listener that we do a good deed segment. So many Instead of, you, of a people suck segment. Exactly. That we tend to do. Which is probably our good deed for the day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some great uh, texts coming in. These stories are great, says this texter. Sometimes little good deeds are good too. Sometimes when I go get my morning coffee, I pay for 10 coffees and I get them to just pour mine. I leave it up to the server mm-hmm. to decide who gets the other nine. Uh, hopefully they pick someone who just needs a better start to their day. This one's from Olga. says, hey, J and Andrew, I want to share with you a good deed. A few weeks ago, we went to Vancouver to visit my daughter. It was my 19-year-old son's birthday. We were walking down the street, and suddenly my son walks into Burger King. He um, bought food for a homeless lady and her dog. He spent some of his birthday money to do this. I'm a very proud mama. I wanted to read this one. You got choked up about one a second ago, a kidney that got donated. Uh, this one actually uh, <clears throat> choked me up a little bit. When I read it, you'll 
laugh at me for being choked up, but I liked it. And my eight-year-old daughter gave that me a lesson yeah, in yes. empathy. I will never forget, her elementary school gave out good behavior awards once a month. My kids were particularly well-behaved, and I was choked when one of the problem kids got an award for good behavior. Mm-hmm. When I expressed my feelings and said, well, typical, the kid who deserves an award doesn't get it, and the kid who doesn't does, she looked me straight in the eye and said, Mom, he needed yeah. the award more than I did. Yeah, that one, that one got me too. You've done good parenting there. Absolutely. We'll take a couple calls now. Hi, April. Hi. What, what's your story? So about 12 years ago, we live out by Wizard Lake, and we got a knock on our door in the morning, and Global TV had a camera stuck in our face and oh. said, well, your neighbors have been killed. What? Oh. Now, what happened is they live a kilometer up the road from us, and they own Country Creek Kennels, which was a kennel for husky dogs. They mm-hmm. ran sled teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were 65 dogs. <gasps> And we walked into their house, went over, walked in. It was like everything was like they left hot coffee on the table, purse, everything there. And outside were 60 eyes looking at you, 120 <laughs> eyes looking at you. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. We got permission from the family to uh, take care of the dogs. And it was minus 40. And my husband made gruel every morning, morning with some moose meat in the freezer <laughs> and fed them. And then we started to put out with the Malamute Society. And it was just four of us. And in three weeks, we found a home for every single dog. Well done, April. Mm, Well done to you and your husband. Great job. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Thank you so much. 496-0063. Give us a call. Just like Randy did. Hi, Randy. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Good. Tell us about the good deed. I had a good deed the other way around. It was placed upon me and it was such a, it was a cool circumstance. So I just wanted to share it. Absolutely. And, uh, it was on, I was on the West Coast Trail several years ago. It was about six of my buddies, and we were doing it. Anyone knows it, it's a trail on the West Vancouver Island, mm-hmm. and it's a very rugged in, uh, trail, right? Yep. So uh, we, were, we had met uh, uh, another a guy and his wife. They were actually Swedish. He was from Sweden, and he was a, he was a park ranger. And uh, long story short, we ended up... We ended up uh, having the same campsite on the on the beach and yacked them up a little bit. Then it, the, where the story happens, it was about a month later, I was, I was, I got an envelope and I opened it up. It was my watch. I had left it there. <laughs> and the Swedish park ranger remembered my name. And at the end of the trail, he, his name was Randy. He also must be that guy there, Randy Smith. And anyhow, I got... My watch back, <laughs> and I never expected it. That's something else. Nope. Good on him. Yeah, no kidding. Isn't that a cool story? That cool is, story? yeah. Very cool story, Randy. Thanks for sharing. All right. Have a care. great weekend. Uh, lots of texts coming in again. Six thirty, six thirty. If you want to share the good deed, maybe you did it. We're saying it's not bragging. Just tell us the story or something that someone did for you. How about this one? We we run a service company. We get into many homes. Yeah, we charge for our services, but there is many times while I'm at work, I see uh, things that don't work, mm-hmm. doorknobs that are loose, small stuff. So I just fix it. I don't say anything. My mom always said, the little things you do when you don't think anyone will notice, mm-hmm. you will always get paid for one way or another. It has been proven to be true. That from Kelly Boy. Love it, Kelly Boy. Robin. Hi, Robin. Hi there. What, tell us your story. Um, we This morning I was taking my twins to school. They're one years old. 
or they're in grade one, sorry. And they heard about the Tim Hortons smile cookie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they, my little guy said, we wanted to get smile cookies for their class. So we got in line and we ordered our 30 smile cookies for their class and their teachers and their principal. Nice. Very nice. And when I went up to the counter to pay, the lady in front of me had already paid. No oh, way. Come on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good deed on top. I'll see your good deed yeah, and raise you a one. good deed. Wow. Absolutely. Well, so it was a very fun day for them to bring their bags of smile cookies in and very nice that somebody just donated it back. And yeah. you know what? Two great lessons for your kids. Yeah, I was going to say, what did the kids mm-hmm. think about it? What did you guys think? What did, Were you yeah. excited? <laughs> yeah, the problem. <laughs> no, they thought it was really cool. <laughs> Very good. Well done, Robin. Thank you for sharing. Okay, have, have, have a great, great weekend. Yeah, you too, Robin. A couple I, more texts just yeah. before we go to break here. Sure. Uh, good deed. My father-in-law was fishing up Wobbleman Lake May Long weekend and saved two guys and a young girl after their canoe tipped. Ooh, wow. No one noticed uh, at all. Uh, downtown Kelly Brown says, hey, you two, as you know, I'm always on the Alaska Highway and the Dempster Highway, two roads that you never pass someone by that's on the shoulder. I've had plenty of times that people needed assistance and everyone just drives by nowadays, not me. I always stop because you never know what's going on. Absolutely true. Keep them coming if you'd like. 4960063 of the text line 630-630. Jalen and I, we've been talking about good deeds. It mm-hmm. looks like our listeners want to continue to talk about that. Did want to mentioned this, a frost advisory issued from Environment Canada for Edmonton. Some plants may be damaged or even destroyed by frost (laughs) overnight tonight. Alberta will have clear skies, allowing temperatures to drop below freezing. Mm -mm. Uh, They recommend cover-up plants, especially those in frost-prone areas. Take preventative measures to protect frost-sensitive plants and trees. My tomato potato plant just got new tomato flowers on it today. Well, cover them up or harvest those bad boys. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my my husband he says this, said to me the other day, "Is it about time to dig up the potato part of this?" I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. We've been talking about good deeds, um, and 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 this was from um one of the our followers on Twitter, Brian, who said, mm-hmm. "You guys need to do a good deed day, um, you know, to kind of." Give faith back in humanity mm-hmm. a little bit. And you guys apparently really want to talk about this. The phone calls keep coming in at four nine six zero zero six three. Lots of great texts. Regan has been patiently holding. Hi, Regan. Hello? Regan? Regan? Well, he was patiently holding. Bueller? Bueller. Bueller. Uh, maybe when it comes back, Gina can check on that one, too. Um, I've got several in front of me here. I'll yeah. rack out a few. My husband, and this is one that I see quite often. Uh, my mm-hmm. husband was at a grocery store. A young lady in front of him was trying to buy a few things with not enough money. She was putting aside her own food to try and have enough for her cat's food. My husband was counting pennies himself, but made <laughs> sure she and her cat had dinner. Nice. And true story about the Alaska Highway. And I'm not surprised by this. was driving to uh, Grand Prairie in a snowstorm once and was one of the last vehicles through before they closed the highway. Picked up a girl whose engine had seized. Couldn't believe so many people had passed by her in that weather. Turned out to be a good friend of a good friend of mine from B.C. Listen to this one. It's from Marty. It's a little long, but I, I liked it. It says, here's my story. A number of years ago, I traveled to Fort Nelson. Um, this little mini Lassie dog was tied up in a trailer park and it only had about five feet of 
rope. I had noticed the little dog tied up for about three years. It was very cold this day and this poor animal was freezing and literally had long crusty eyes from crying so much. I went to the home and knocked on the door and asked if I could have the dog. The man was very confrontational so I left. I then went to the airport, bought a kennel and a plane ticket for this little dog. I went back to the house where the little dog was and parked in the alley with my back door open to the dog kennel. I went, untied the little dog and just ran within. He just ran with me to the car straight into the kennel. I flew him home to Prince George where my wife picked him up. When I got home a few days later, this little guy who I called Lucky ran into my arms. I just knew he was so appreciative of what I'd done to, uh, for him. He lived out his years running free on an acreage with his best friend and our other dog and his human brothers. That's from Marty. Hmm. Uh, Regan, hi there. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for holding. What's your story? I uh, got a couple quick ones. Uh, both of them happened this summer and you're just just awesome. Uh, last weekend, actually, or sorry, two weekends ago, I was taking my uh, 10-year-old daughter to the bank to open up her first bank account. And uh, while we were in there uh, getting it all set up, uh, someone stole her bike. Hmm. So on our walk home, um, we, we were talking about uh, the fact that, you know what, there's still more good people in the, in the world than there are bad and uh, good things do happen and just as we were talking about that the phone rings and uh the bank is calling us saying they felt bad so they're going to buy her a new bike wow wow you know that was the employees of the bank all yeah. saying hey if we all chip in yeah we can do this yeah we kid. can do this right yeah it was, it was pretty impressive and caught us off guard and uh, just reinforced uh, the fact that there's despite what you hear there's still more uh good than bad going on and then yeah. the other one, uh, this this uh, summer, uh, my daughter and I again, we uh, we embarked on a uh, canoe trip from Rocky Mountain House. We were intending to paddle back to Edmonton. I'd done it with my son the year before, and it was just awesome. And uh, we hit some rapids just uh, about 40 kilometers upstream of uh, Drake Valley and uh, lost our canoe and everything, and we're kind of stranded there. Uh, anyway, we got rescued, long story short. Over the course of the next uh, probably eight, nine days, about 80% of all of our gear, including my uh, wedding ring, our canoe, everything was recovered and, and, and turned into the RCMP in Drayton Valley. So we got just about everything back. But one lady went so far as to everything she found, she washed dried, folded, <laughs> packed it up nicely before hmm. she gave it to the uh, RCMP. So nice. Nice. There's still some people out there that are doing great things. I was just going to say, Regan, there's good people out there. Thank you for sharing. All right, cheers. Have a great weekend. Um, there was one here, I like this one. During a major snowstorm, I was doing my first good deed, getting groceries for my elderly aunt. While on the way to the store, I saw a fellow literally plowing snow with his walker as he moved along. On my return drive-by, he was still fighting the snow. He maybe made about uh, one-third of a block. I stopped. I offer him a ride. He accepted and then gave me a list of the stops he had to make, <laughs> which hmm. I was good for. He said uh, it was more than I bargained for, but made for a great story. Hmm. Jasmine. Hello, Jasmine. Hi. How are you guys? Yeah, good. What's going on? Good. Nothing much. Just uh, driving home listening to you guys like I do every day. I appreciate that. Thank you for doing I that. love you guys. I could not live without you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wouldn't you be here without me. you, so. Hey? We wouldn't be here without you, so it's mutual. That's good, good. Okay, so my uh, good deed is that I was at Dollarama one time, 
And, of course, I speak four languages. And um, there's these two kids that their mother sent them in to buy a couple of things. And they're speaking in Spanish, but they don't know I speak Spanish. So the kid's like, I want this chocolate bar. She's like, no, we don't have enough money to buy. And mom said, no, we couldn't buy anything else. So I'm like to them, um, I, I didn't say anything to them. So I, I was right behind them on the cash, at the cashier. And I said to them, I said to the cashier, I'm going to pay for these chocolate bars, but you're going to give them to those two kids. And because uh, they're, you know, they want chocolate, but they don't have enough money to buy them. So after all, they paid and they were on their way out. And I said, here, kids, here's your chocolate that you guys wanted and <laughs> and have a good day. And so they were so happy. They just wanted to hug me. And Aww. Yeah. Very yeah, nice. So. Feels really good, nice. doesn't it, Jasmine? Yeah, it does. It really does. Awesome. Well, thank you for calling in. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Take it have easy. A have a day. great weekend. I, I, I want to uh, just throw this out because I feel like it, it should be thrown out. This is going to choke me up, I'll tell you right now, but I'll ram through it real quick. You know how worried I was when Maddie went to England, mm-hmm. and and I was beside myself. Yeah, you were. So Maddie goes to England, she's made all the arrangements, and she's got a hostel picked out. The cab driver, one of those old English black yeah. cabs, uh, drives her to the host- hostel, and it's awful. Yeah. It's it's not a hostel, it's... Um, it's more like a, a homeless drop-in center. It's all adult men. Mm-hmm. There's not the young teenager she thought she was going to meet and make friends with. And she went in there, and uh, she didn't know what to do. And she phoned me, and she was in tears. And I was like, just walk out the door. Just just walk back out of there again. And she goes, I don't even know where I am. Like, I don't know what neighborhood I'm mm-hmm. in. I don't know anything. And I was like, just walk out the door and go to a public place, and we'll figure this out together. She had been in there about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. She walks out the door. The cab hadn't left. And he said, get in. <laughs> and she got in, and he just said, I'm a dad. Yeah. And I know you got a dad somewhere that's pretty worried about you. Tell your dad I got his back. And she drove. he drove her to a hotel. To a, to a hotel yeah. And offered to pay for the first night, yeah. So, which he didn't have to do. But he got her a good deal because he knows the guy who runs yep. the yep. whatever. And that's where she ended up staying for the first two weeks. But that's... The kindness, the kindness of a stranger, thing, right? right? Absolutely. But that, Absolutely. you know, don't worry, Dad, I got your back. Like, man. <sighs> My name is Chris. I live in Gibbons. This is a thank you for the good deeds being done for me. I'm currently on round two of six rounds of chemo for breast cancer. I'm so humbled by the good deeds everyone is doing to help my family. Some of these include organizing a Facebook page for meals, picking up my children from school sports activities, offering to pick up groceries, going for a walk with me, uh, gifting hair wigs, hospital visits, and other deeds too numerous to mention. When I think of everything being done for me and my family, tears come to my eyes. Thank you is just not enough. And Ken texted in and says, My youngest daughter in grade six, with her hair down to her back, shaved her head and donated to Wigs for Kids. She also raised $3,000 for Run for the Cure. She's going to be 20 next month and still makes me very proud. I had to text you because I always start tearing up when I tell that story. I'm sure you do. I, I had an odd one one day. You know I'm not a very handy guy. I'm not mechanically inclined at all. Uh, but there was a woman outside of Petra Can, outside the store portion of it, yeah, and she had her door open and her foot out of the door on the pavement, like of the park parking lot, the parking spot. But she's holding on with her other foot to the brake, and I sort of pulled in. I'm walking by, and there was lots of other people walking around. She wasn't asking for help, but every but you could see she was in distress of some kind. And I said to her, "What's going on?" And she's got a cell phone in her other hand. Eh? So one foot on the pavement, one foot on the brake, one hand with the cell phone, one hand on the gear shift, uh, but it was an automatic. And she's like, I phoned my husband, um, and he's yelling at me. (laughs) But it didn't seem like she was upset, right? And I go, what's the problem? 
And I was more curious, curious than anything. She couldn't get it in park. And she's like, I, I don't know why it won't go in park. And I said, well, it just, it just slided up into park. And she was like, I, it won't go, right? So I was like, okay. So now I'm leaning over her trying to get into park, and it's becoming sort of awkward for us both. So I was like, okay. It, w- it was like dismantling a bomb. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my foot on the brake, right? When I do, you release your foot, then slide out behind me. So I ended up now, I'm in the driver's seat, foot on the brake. And what had happened was a screw had just fallen in. Uh. And it was just blocking the path, right? But I'm honestly sitting there going, I have. there's no way I'm ever going to solve this. I don't know anything about cars. I don't know whatever. And I thought, maybe you have to move it. Sometimes you have to move it left and up or whatever. But it didn't do any of that. But I just put my finger in, and there was the screw. And I'm like, oh, this screw's in your way. And I put it into park. And she was so appreciative. And you walked away. I'm a rock star. I did. I did. I was like, I just solved a mechanical problem. <laughs> How about one more? Sure. A few years ago, this is from Ken, a few years ago, the handicapped gentleman who is the restroom attendant uh, that he knew always asked me if he could try on my Eskimos parka. I pulled up some dollars from my football buddies and paid the remainder and bought him the $200 Eskimos parka that he cherished for years. Nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Very nice. They're still coming in. Wow, it's unbelievable. Uh, It it sort of started off, honestly... um, just feeling great about all the good things that people are doing out there. And now, I don't know, maybe it's the end of the week and it's been a long, <laughs> long while. I'm, I'm emotionally I know, drained. I'm getting all weepy. Yeah, I'm me getting too. all weepy. Uh, Camrose, out of Camrose, in the little town I used to live in, an elderly couple lived across the street. The wife wasn't very mobile, and the husband spent a lot of time out at their old farm taking care of the livestock. I used to mow their lawn in the summer and shovel their driveway in the winter. Other neighbors were snarky about it, saying the old farmer had tons of money and could pay someone to do those things, but I did it anyway. Um... Once uh, the old farmer came over and thanked me and brought my kids ice cream. They loved it. Hmm. Nice. You know, a couple of the stories were about picking up people in uh, cold Mm -hmm. weather. I think about that all the time when I'm driving. I always assume that I say I think about it because they don't do it. If I've got one of the kids with me, I'll ask them, do you know those kids? Mm -hmm. When they used to be in high school and if they knew them, well, tell them to jump in. I'll drive them to school. But I'm afraid to just offer to pick up kids uh, adults would be a different matter and I, I honestly have not done it but I think about it all the time that if you're waiting for the bus you're probably trying to get to one of two places either <laughs> that one little bus yeah. uh, station by yeah. my place or you're trying to get to the LRT right and if I'm going that way what's the big deal right like I say I think of it but it, I always think that people will not and maybe I'm wrong like after listening to all these stories I feel like people will think I'm some kind of creep. creep yeah yeah but yeah I do think about that all the time I, People who stand out in the cold in our Edmonton temperatures, and you know those buses aren't always on time. And, and certainly it's different between a child and a, an adult, right? But I'm going to try it. I'm going to do it. I have a good deed story. About three years ago, this text just came in, was driving down one of my lease roads. I work in the oil field. I noticed someone walking down the road about 4Ks from the main highway, so I pulled over to ask if everything was okay. She said she needed help. She had a broken jaw. Mm. She'd been lost in the bush for three weeks. So I immediately told her to get in and I called 911 and had the RCMP and ambulance meet me at a gas station nearby. Turns out, according to the 911 dispatcher, they'd been searching for her for over two weeks. Really? Wow. Wow. How awful would that be? Yeah. That's the other one, too. Yeah. Uh, This one, uh, Lady Broke Down was on the way to the airport. Uh, 
I waited for the tow truck, then drove her one hour to the airport around 3 a.m. Good for you. A lot of times people will... I, I have broken down the highway or I've run out of gas or whatever. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Um, sometimes people will slow down and say, um, have you called a tow truck or do you need me to call a tow truck yeah. or whatever? And you go, no, a tow truck's on its way. Um, but at that point, your car is not warm. And mm-hmm. It's not running, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would never ask anybody, would you mind pulling over and yeah, letting me sit stay? in your car yeah. for half an hour? But I would certainly take them up on it. Mm-hmm. You know? And maybe it's different. I mean... Maybe it's different because I'm a guy, so for the opposite reasons I just said a moment ago, maybe they don't want this guy to get in the car. I get it. You know, I'm fine with that. But it is funny, though. Anyone who's broken down on the side of the road will tell you that literally dozens, if not hundreds of cars will pass Oh yeah. before somebody pulls mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't want to be the guy on the side of the road, would you? Like, you'd want, if you were that guy, to have you'd somebody You'd want someone to help. Yeah. Absolutely. I always try to at least... Um, Make sure it's like, hey, is you know, is a tow truck on its way? Mm-hmm. Is are you okay? Do you need anything? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I always feel bad about moving along, but when they tell you to move along, it's okay. I'll move along. Well, it's funny. I said earlier that Carol's car got hit in the parking yeah. lot, right? Uh, there was a search party out looking for <laughs> like, not, it wasn't organized, but everybody saw it, and everybody was trying to yeah. find who the driver the, might yeah. be, right? And they did. They didn't succeed, but when she came out into the parking lot, everybody, she had a million witnesses. Yeah. Like she said, I don't know if I need to fill out a police report. I'm like, you do. And get the names of some of those witnesses, yeah. just in case. Thanks, everyone, for sharing today. That was uh, a really interesting hour and 15 minutes, and appreciate it. And, yeah, oftentimes we can get pretty crabby and a little down on the world when we hear a lot of bad news stories over and over again. And, you know, we're talking about how people suck. And uh, you proved <laughs> to us today that uh, a lot of people don't suck. Well done. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.